How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going today, Dave? It's going good. Having a nice, relaxing, extended weekend. How about you? Same. Uh, Just like super extended weekend. Uh, Did you Um, tack on vacation days? Yeah, I just slapped. So like Cyberpunk was supposed to come out originally last week. And so my PTO was set for that. And then they rescheduled it like without that much of a heads up to last week. (laughs) So I just I just uh, kept that vacation going. But yeah. Other otherwise, you know, we're getting by. Um, It'll come out someday. Hopefully the day that they've said it will. Because I've also taken up time for that. So. <laughs> I heard they're actually going to pair it as like a double release. So you get it like as like a pack. It's like mm-hmm. that and the COVID vaccine together. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Although what's funny is it probably is a minor form of a COVID vaccine in a way. Because unless you already have COVID, you're not going to get it while you're sitting down playing cyber. Hey, man, come to the bar. <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, nah. I have a couple of side missions I got to do tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh no, it's it's fairly ridiculous. I don't know if I don't know if it can ha- like actually live up to hype. It might be impossible at this point. So, but we'll see. We'll see how it is. How was your uh, holiday? Hey, it's a holiday. Thanksgiving stuff. It was did good. You thanks. No, yeah. I <laughs> no. <laughs> I specifically did not tell anybody I was thankful for them, or <laughs> do like a Facebook post or anything like that. Uh, but I did mm. drive down to see Mike and Annie. Uh, we had Thanksgiving there. It was like a small group, value. just them and Annie's sister, Laura. Mm-hmm. But um, had some banging food. Uh, got to hang out. Yeah. Got to play with the pets. It was just nice, good, relaxing time. No, that's that's pretty much the perfect Thanksgiving, I think. Like, you don't have the uh, family political chaos or anything like that. Yeah, we, we kept pointing that out. <laughs> It's like, ah, four young liberals. Nice. Um, (laughs) And also, there's no big travel. Right. Like, I did have to drive down, but, like, they didn't have to go from, like, family to family across Mm. cities or states. Mm -hmm. No, that's definitely the way to do it. We basically uh, stayed in for ours. Um, Did you get Wawa Gobblers? I did actually yes. have a Wawa I wanted I, I somebody to recommend. Yeah. Because that was my initial plan if I if this fell through or was never mm. planned in the first place. Yeah. It was actually so we kind of went like after I woke up, so it was probably like five PM or like six PM or something. And the uh we're like, it's probably real busy, right? Like it's around when people would be getting off of work. That was the first thing I thought about that makes no sense. Thanksgiving, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh also like people are going to be showing up for dinner you know all the thanksgiving loners and people who are getting wawa gobblers um but we went there and there was almost nobody there was like yeah. two or three other customers in the store and our order was done like right quick so because it was the only order <laughs> in the store <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah those people are just doing they're getting uh overtime or double or tr- hopefully triple pay for yeah. holiday stuff, they do that shift, and then they're mm-hmm. out. But a lot of families seem to get together around the afternoon if they have like an evening meal, right? Mm-hmm. That's true, actually. I don't know yeah, anybody anytime. who shows up just for like turkey done. We're here, 
Yeah. Hold hands, pray, feed me that shit. It is. Thanksgiving is a little bit weird in that regard that uh, I think it's the only like holiday meal I can think of where it's got like a pretty explicit afternoon offset. It's not like Christmas dinner, which usually happens like at dinner time, Mm -hmm. as one would expect. It doesn't have like Thanksgiving uh, dinner or whatever. It doesn't happen um, over lunch. Usually it's like two, two, like you're saying, Um, which is weird. I think it's just because of the prep time or something. It takes longer to get everything set up. Well, yeah, but you can you can offset that prep time to almost anything. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a particular feeling either way on it. I just like having the good food. Do you have mm-hmm. any fixings that you especially need hmm. that aren't on a gobbler? <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm kind of a traditionalist for a lot of that. Just like um, stuffing is really good. Stuffing's probably the the like one of the number ones for me. Which shouldn't be a surprise given, like, I love bread in general. You know, As more opposed carbs. to most people who hate bread. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, but carb loading was a joke with me for a long time. Um, but never a joke to me, right? So It's like, um, this is my life. <laughs> okay, I have to ask but real yeah. quick. Do you like homemade stuffing or, like, the box mix? Honestly, they're both pretty good. Homemade's probably a bit better. Because there's a lot of stuff you can do with homemade, um, kind of kick it up a notch. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think they're both pretty good. Also, cranberries. I like cranberries in general. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I, th- there's some jokes about me ordering cranberry juices when we go to restaurants instead of alcoholic beverages. Um, so I like to keep that rolling. <laughs> I actually made some cranberry orange muffins that I brought down to like contribute oh, yeah. to food because mm-hmm. uh, they were doing all the other prep and actual cooking it was turned out okay i think uh but you're cashing in on that the muffin experience from earlier this year yes yeah. uh, i also went to the store today to get some stuff to make muffins later after this call um, <laughs> which will hopefully be lemon blueberry or something close to it Ooh, lemon blueberry yeah. sounds pretty good but mike actually made apparently to him is like very simple homemade cranberry sauce mm-hmm but he like took cranberries and sugar and water, like cooked it down, but also zested yeah. and peeled um, an orange. Mm. It's it's that's... so good. I I said I like I wouldn't shut up about it. Like that's how good it was. <laughs> People are like talking about their lives and stuff. You're like, yeah, that cranberry yeah, sauce is pretty good, huh? They're like, <laughs> my grandmother died. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, was that the wrong time? The last that was probably. Wrong. <laughs> No, they won't listen to this episode because they're busy with their dead grandmother. Um, Great. That's fair. Yeah, I got to take some stuff home. I haven't touched the leftovers yet. I'm giving it like a day break on Thanksgiving food. And then Mm -hmm. tomorrow it will be Thanksgiving food again until it's gone. Right. Yeah, Thanksgiving is also good for that, for leftovers, obviously. I was talking to um, a friend of the show and friend, uh, Thorne. Yeah. Actually. And uh, he was talking about how they were prepping a, um, I think they actually, I can't remember if he said they were getting a turkey or a chicken, but recommended was the chicken. Um, I think they were prepping a chicken. I think that's where the the topic went. Uh, Instead of like a full turkey, because they only had like 
they were only feeding two people or something, yeah. in which case like a full turkey makes less sense. Um, I was like, that's a good idea. That's a good pivot. So sorry, Thorne, I've disappointed you. I went and got a gobbler instead, but it was still a good idea. <laughs> I mean, I think that your option is fine too. If it was me and I was pretending to do actual cooking, I would honestly get like the $5 rotisserie chickens. That's like in the hot and ready section. I'd be yeah. like, ha look, it's done. <laughs> Cause I just need yeah, like but... cooked meat. That's been seasoned. Mm-hmm. Wawa doesn't really have hot and ready chicken though. Do they like, that's more of a, uh, oh, no, I a meant Wegmans more like a Wegmans or giant. Store. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Something in an actual grocery store. I had considered it, but man, like the day just got on and I was like, I'm really lazy. And uh, Jenny was streaming that day. So as soon as she was done, she was like really hungry. And I'm like, let's go to Wawa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Another idea. (laughs) It's less of a gotta have a and a little bit more of a this is really convenient. (laughs) And I'm lazy. Yeah. And they built the one closer to your place, too. After I moved away. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's any um, any closer than the uh the one up the street i'm gonna try not to place myself yeah, geographically like... <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah it is new at least we, we've been in there um we've been in there once or twice uh, but yeah it's it's nice exciting times for jake he has a new wawa <laughs> there's a lot of options honestly i think there's three within convenient driving distance now um doesn't really matter i only need one but <laughs> yeah. you know I just, you can repivot off of an errand to any of them, I guess. Or you're like, I got some Wawa. I guess I should also do groceries. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what else has been uh, new with you outside of holiday stuff? Because I assume this only took up like a day of your time, if that. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't uh, It wasn't too bad. I got one family call in I wanted to mention. Yeah. It was at two and a half hours. I was talking to my dad. <laughs> it actually wasn't. It wasn't too bad um, because politics weren't like a large part of it. But I just call so infrequently because I'm just a terrible son that when I do call, my parents are like, "Keep him on the line, <laughs> keep him talking." It's like you know, like the old spy movie yeah. thing where it's like keep him talking while they're tracing the call in the background. It's literally that, but for this whole purpose of keeping me talking but your mom is really bad at triangulating your location <laughs> right she's like looking through old emails did they did they say what their address was <laughs> that was literally we were texting back and forth for address verification for cards and stuff like that oh yeah anytime somebody says like hey what's your address i'm like what am i getting do i want to tell you the wrong address so i don't get it mm. it depends decoy neighbor address yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that looks like food i'm gonna go steal that from them real quick <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it was it was kind of um it was weird a little bit uh or maybe less weird is actually what i'm trying to say talking to family like after all the election stuff's been done because like they're still on you know all of these i we disagree on many topics <laughs> without going into it but um it seemed like for the first time in a while, we could kind of just refocus and be like, hey, I love you guys. Let's talk about stuff that like aren't, isn't going to stress us the heck out. And they were like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, that worked. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So that was nice. That was a nice little Thanksgiving gift. I didn't get you anything for Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> if you want, we can never talk about politics. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, that's a different podcast, probably. I don't think I could do it. It just gets too stressful. Yeah. It also is that there's this, um, I was thinking about this earlier, like with religion. And it's just like, if I, I have beliefs and I have thoughts about like religion, but what am I going to talk about that hasn't already been de- debated to death in philosophy, right? Like, I doubt I have o- original contributions to make in that space. Oh, you're right. They definitely don't have any IGN reviews of any of the games we've talked about for the past three years. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's yeah, possibly a good point. All right, guys, have a good night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why do we do this? <laughs> well, it's, it's just our voice and our perspective. It's not necessarily right or wrong. It's just where we're coming from. Yeah. Hmm. Where are I you just, coming I'm, from, Jake? <laughs> where am I coming from? Faced with the possibility that I might be wrong for the first time. Dun, dun. Oh, no. <laughs> but no, um, I guess to your question, uh, I've been playing a lot of games. Um, probably a little less Final Fantasy than I have been recently. Mostly doing the, the weekly stuff there. Um, watching people play some games. Playing um, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, I've seen you guys doing lots of piracy actions. Yeah. It's uh it's it's a really interesting game. It's kind of um I didn't realize this going in, but there's no progression to it. Like it's all cosmetic stuff. Mm-hmm. So the point is to like acquire currency, gold and stuff like that by solving riddles or again, piracy. Um but it's never to like actually progress. <laughs> it's just to make your stuff look better. And it's weird. That's a weird system to me. Is it enough of an engaging system to kind of merit that where you want to just go out and dick around with friends and then get some swag? I guess like, I think the answer is yes, but it's like, it's just because the base gameplay is, is actually really fun. I was thinking about it, and I was like, there's nothing like this. And then I was like, wait, Dota's literally like this. <laughs> Dota's only, you know, cosmetics. I mean, it does have, like, ranked progression and stuff like that, though, which this game doesn't have. Um, and there's not really a win or lose thing at the end of it to tell you whether you did a good job. Um, so, but I think it's just for just the experiences. Yeah, it's just for the multiplayer fun of like having your ship be on the edge of sinking and someone's rapidly bailing water while fixing holes and you're still taking on cannonballs and it's just it's just fun to play um in that space with some friends up to four friends well up to three count yourself as your friends <laughs> yes <laughs> yes four people in total uh, but there, there's i don't know i do have gripes with it i think that it really sucks that you basically have to remake your lobby and lose your progress if you want to adjust your ship size. Um, that's pretty lame. Yeah, it seems um, like kind of a kick in the shins. It is, because you might be working on something and you have to just restart from nothing. But because it's all cosmetic, it sort of matters a little bit less. I don't know. I mean, it looks fun <laughs> from what I've seen you guys play on Discord. Yeah. I mean, I would recommend it, basically. 
I think I think it also just does look really fun because we played it with like a group of two or three people. And then within a few days, we had like six other people buy the game. It was fairly ridiculous. And this is why I wasn't I trying to join on Discord. <laughs> what are they playing? 14 or pirate stuff? Ah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's 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 something I've been putting time into. I know you've had you know your your holiday time. Have you been putting putting time into games other than the one <laughs> that we recently put time into together? <laughs> um. I mean, listen, I'm always gaming 24-7, even when I'm right, yeah. pooping, I'm doing Flappy Bird, you know? Um, you have a gamer chair, so... That I poop on, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of still some of the tried and trues, still passively doing some Monster Hunter Iceborne. Yeah. Uh, occasionally, I can get people for that. Um, other times, like this morning, I'm like, nobody's fucking awake. So I'll just do some solo quests just to be less bad for when we do some multiplayer stuff. Right. Uh, Dota 2 here and there, based on people's availability. Among Us and Fall Guys still exists, but it's kind of slowed down. Not usually yeah. people are trying mm-hmm. to get on board for that. And then solo single-player game. I've been checking out Lisa a little bit, mm-hmm. which I think Donkey had a video on years ago. But it's yeah. like... I went back and watched it recently, actually. 2D RPG kind of out there in an earthbound sense mm-hmm. i don't know too much about it or where it's going but i've enjoyed what i've played so far and will continue to beat it uh but it's very unorthodox compared to standard rpgs yeah that was definitely the impression i was getting it kind of looked like um like the paper mario sort of like novelty style of writing mm-hmm. but like with a bunch of drugs injected and cranked up to 11 <laughs> and that's what it looked like <laughs> yeah it's had some nice little subversion humor i've appreciated yeah i own that game do you so, i apparently do oh uh, i've never played it <laughs> i mean check it out at some point i guess yeah <laughs> might as well yeah, i guess well. in the neighborhood yeah i'm just um, very passively playing it though because i don't know it's hard for me to like sit down and do single player rpg for like hours at a time yeah i'll do an hour and a half and then i'll get a severe case of fomo be like what are other people doing and i'll just sit on (laughs) discord and like listen to people play games rather than play a game or i'll throw on a youtubes i think that's kind of i wonder if that's part of growing up is the the maybe not a lot of a lot of little kids enjoy watching people play games and stuff like that too so bad example perhaps but i'm i'm reminded of like if you're at your grandparents or something rather than the, the rather than them going off and like playing games or doing whatever they're always just kind of like hanging out around your space seeing what you're doing right they're just like all right this is the spectator part of it um yeah i think it i hate saying it depends but there are times where i just want to be a spectator and live vicariously through somebody else like with sea mm-hmm. of thieves i have zero interest in that game but yeah. i see you guys having fun playing and i'm like okay i get to kind of appreciate that from a distance cool yeah mm-hmm. and then there are times where i want to do something and grind it out and be like yeah i did that shit right mm-hmm. but for a lot of times i don't feel an active need to be doing something to get enjoyment versus just experiencing something it's like a lot easier to just throw on a Netflix, YouTube, 
Discord stream, Twitch, and she's probably going to be like, oh, that's what's going on. I'll let me just soak that in. Right. Something something passively sort of there in the background. I can get that. That can be pretty nice. I definitely sometimes fall into the um, the mindset of like the solo solo play away from group sort of thing um, where if I'm playing like a single player game, I can't really do that and be in chat that much. Um, so I'll just kind of drop. And if I'm really yeah, stuck that, in a single player game. That is the game, other thing. Like when Cyberpunk comes out, I'm probably not going to be in Discord like sharing my experiences with people. Although that might be a more fulfilling experience in the long run just because I'm going to be really focused on the game. Yeah, it's just multiplayer experiences or just human contact at this point mm. is just nice in whatever capacity. <laughs> that's fair. <yeah>. So, <laughs> that's probably a little bit of why I'm leaning that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if I am going to go through a single player thing where like I care about the plot and it's not like second monitor is going to be music or something else that's slightly distracting, white noisy. Right. Mm-hmm. I want focus. So I don't want to hear yeah. somebody talking about something i'll be like shut the fuck up so i gotta put myself in a box to just be in the game i can't remember the last time i've done this but like usually like i'm second monitor uh, something's up all the time be it reddit or youtube Mm -hmm. or whatever right um doesn't have to be playing anything actively but it's there but there's been a few games where after i launched it up it was it was something that like just came out i literally turned off my other monitors because i'm just like just complete focus nothing in periphery um then i got a larger monitor so now i have to like look to the sides to see what's on my main monitor anyway so maybe that's less of an issue but (laughs) yeah no it's I, I I can see the argument for the social aspect of it. Um, Discord's like really freaking nice for that. Being able to actually have a community. Yeah. I mean, I don't follow the community aspect at all. Because um, <laughs> that's my own, how my own brain works. But it is nice that at any point I can hit somebody up or we can hop on a call or yeah. join a different server to play games. I've played chess with a whole bunch of random people recently. Not random as yeah. I have no idea who they are, but mm-hmm. like a handful of people across Discord are like, who wants to play chess? I'll be like, all right, let's do that shit. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was a thing. Like, I know we've talked about chess a little bit in the past, but um, I think I forced you to play it once, like three years ago. Yeah. I, I played it once and I was just like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> But um, there's a there's a level of investment that like I just wasn't I knew that like grandmasters and people like that were probably pretty into it. But like watching you play chess or like just listening to you play chess with someone else in the channel also playing chess. I'm like there's this there, there's something here. There's a certain level of commitment and nerddom to this that I can respect. Yeah, it's kind of like with magic or anything else. It's just you pick some things up from practice Mm because by no means do I consider myself a good chess player. Could I beat some of my friends? Yeah. Uh, Could they beat me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Justin and I, Justin Enslin, were going back and forth uh, and we were kind of just doing like taking turns being smooth brain. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I put this really aggressive move out. I'm like, this is going to fork him with my queen. And then he just killed my queen because the pawn is next (laughs) to it. I'm like, 
that was dumb. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's just been like a weird resurgence of that. That's been kind of cool. Yeah. No, it is. It is really cool. I suspect that they've probably seen a lot more activity, like chess.com. Yeah. <laughs> over over the pandemic, a lot of people. Did you guys end up there. watching Queen's Gambit on Netflix? I haven't seen it yet, no. Okay. Well, I think that's part of what spurred the resurgence. Because a show yeah. about fictional character Beth Harmon playing chess, and she's like a chess savant and a lady. Mm. Wow. So a lot of people in chess at that time period were not ladies. So mm-hmm. a lot of it is like her having <laughs> they became ladies over time. <laughs> <laughs> they transformed through the waters of Yeah, it's like Yes. <laughs> her chess career um and some stuff. It's I think based on a novel. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. D- most good show. shows and movies are. <laughs> yeah. That's true, except for season six. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It doesn't even matter the show, actually. You could just say season six, and it's usually pretty yeah, accurate. Yeah. Community? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> six is just not a great time for D- D- Dexter or anything like that. Nah. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Well, before we talk about six, I feel like we should talk about five. The PS5. And the Xbox, whatever the fuck they're calling that stuff now. Mm -hmm. Have you followed the console wars at all? It's S something. I mean, I feel like they they probably are barely wars anymore at this point. Maybe they are. Anytime. Well, they usually will release around the same time for obvious reasons. That's true. Um, Mm -hmm. But do you have you followed anything for like which system you're more interested in? Are you just out of the console game? I mean. I'm going to probably wait a fair amount of time. Um, PlayStation default wins for me uh, just because I care less. Like it could be that Xbox has a lot on PlayStation. Maybe they do, but I just kind of don't care. So like PS4 hardware wise was basically good enough for me. Like I most of the games I played on PS4, like Monster Hunter was the only thing that really had any possibility to struggle there that I played. Yeah. Um, and there was a performance mode for that. I could just be like, oh, graphics down a little bit and we're good. Um, so I don't care if it got any better, really, right? Like loading times didn't really affect me that much. Um, so I'm, I'm not waiting for like the next big hardware jump. So the only thing I really have to consider are games. And in my opinion... I'm ready. For, I'm ready for the counter. The counter argument from the other side here, though, Dave. Uh, I care about games for PlayStation more than Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Xbox's main thing for a long time has been Halo. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, but but as we kind of talked about before, I feel like they haven't modified it too much. Like it's not mm. been like amazing gameplay since halo 2 where i'm like oh my god i gotta get the next one right. remember i'm like four games back I'm yeah halo, halo yeah. 2 is the last one i played uh do you remember alex from work uh yeah, yeah. h yeah yeah i guess i'm using people's last names on here oh <laughs> sorry justin um but he's like a big halo buff so like for him he was always looking to get the latest and greatest halo but like he kept playing Halo and he had like a group yeah. of friends to play with and everything. So I get that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of your gaming culture. It's like, I want to hop on Xbox Live with my guys. going to shoot some aliens and hang out. Cool. Yeah. Um, but like outside of Halo, which I don't think blew out of the waters for this latest Xbox, mm-hmm. I don't really know what they've they have on offer versus right. PlayStation 5 has Demon Souls and anything else yeah. beyond that, I'm like, kind of doesn't matter <laughs> demon souls is really what's selling it for me the same way yeah. like for playstation 4 i'm like oh final fantasy 7 remake and then i never mm-hmm. bought it yeah yeah i mean that's basically i'm at the exact i'm in the exact same boat <laughs> it's just like demon souls though is it worth buying a new console for demon souls probably not for me um like there's two ways to think about it, I guess. Will games come out for PS5 that I would pick up and play and enjoy? Yes. Um, and I think everybody who is currently getting one that can get one, right, with how crappy stock is for everything now, yeah. um, they probably are, are safe in assuming good games are going to come out. Um, but I'm just going to wait. Like, So when I pick it up, games will be 10, 20 bucks cheaper, maybe a little more. And then I can do the same thing I do with PS4, where I'm just like, here's five titles. I took a week off or something. I'm going to play a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, I think it makes sense. On top of that, a lot of things that come out for Xbox, because they are Microsoft products, mm-hmm. um, will typically come out on PC as well. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going back to when we talked about Tunic for E3 like two years ago, the game looks cute as fuck, um, but it's going to come out on PC. And I can yeah. wait for that. Versus certain things that are PlayStation exclusives seem to, you know, never migrate to PC because it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. So it almost is like tricking me into leaning PlayStation's route. Yeah. I think if you didn't care about PC gaming at all, you could make a stronger argument for a lot of Xbox titles. Um, And there are a lot of like Xbox games that work significantly better with an Xbox controller. Like, um, and there's a lot of PC games that work significantly better with an Xbox controller, right? Like, I think that's still basically the standard. Some people use PlayStation controllers, but so many games detected plugged in Xbox controller and then bind to it, right? Um, yeah, it's literally a plug and play for every third person game I've ever played. Yeah, and a lot the of 360 controller, <laughs> a lot of roguelike or just platformers like Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, why am I blanking? Dead Cells, yeah. controller-based Dark Souls series. Yeah. Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Just across the board, like having the controller from Xbox is usually good enough since the games are also coming over to a PC. So I don't know. What I'll probably do is wait on PlayStation 5 and pick it up and Demon Souls at the same time. Since it's like a you know single-player-ish game, I, I'm not in a rush to play it. Um, I'm just glad that there's like a modern version of it that I yes. can get around to playing at some point. Because it's like, um, do I get a PS3 just to play Demon Souls, or do I get a PS5 just to play Demon Souls, and it'll be pretty? Right. Um, I mean, like if you were willing to wait in the past yeah. and not pick up like an old console, why not wait a little bit to pick up the new console? I don't know. I hope I don't get hit by a bus randomly. That'd be too too ironic <laughs> you're just reaching toward this guy you're like i never got to play Demon's <laughs> <Soul>. <laughs> you have died 
uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's basically where I'm at. I think uh, I don't know. I'm I'm too lazy to care about console wars when I'm focused mostly on PC. That's fair. Speaking mm-hmm. of consoles, uh, <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Have you followed any of the Smash drama? Talking about Nintendo um, space. Which one? <laughs> which which is this? The uh, this is the the, the tournament the... and Slippy drama. Okay, I don't know if I'm 100 percent familiar with this. So, Unless this is just Nintendo being a a D again. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is that. Uh, so, quick s- summary for those who are not aware: um, mm-hmm. there's something called Slippy Online. It's a free emulated version of Smash Brothers Melee. Uh, I think to play it, you need some type of like a controller adapter to use your GameCube controller. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's like been the most seamless online experience. So like a version of this, like previously there was Project M to kind of try mm-hmm. and emulate it. Uh, but this is like a totally unrelated from Nintendo thing that somebody made. Yeah. Uh, but it comes from like people in the Smash community because Nintendo has never really done anything for Smash in like a competitive space. It's always been community mm-hmm. driven. Um, and they've wanted to hold tournaments with Slippy because... What else can they do currently in COVID? Yeah, it's a pandemic. Yeah. Right? You can't really do any in-person tourneys. Um, so basically, Nintendo's like, but that's our property. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've been shutting it down. But there's been a whole lot of backlash against Nintendo from the Smash community because of that. And also saying like they've literally never supported the Smash competitive scene and have always tried to like, shut it yeah. down. They've put mm-hmm. more efforts into stuff like, I think somebody said ARMS and Splatoon. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like it needed the help, whereas Smash is big on its own because of the community. Nintendo can kind of reap the benefits of the Smash popularity being like, oh, Nintendo giving mm-hmm. them free pl- publicity. So basically, yeah. in my opinion, from what I've heard and researched from some YouTube videos and whatnot, Nintendo are being assholes. Like, I understand it is their property, but like they refuse yeah. to work with anybody else for any version of their IP. Yeah. You mentioned like um Project M. I keep thinking other M, but that was like that's, that's a Metroid game. Metroid. Think, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Metroid. Um but like Project M, there's like a a twit longer thing I was reading somewhere um where they were talking about how um like Nintendo was gonna was working on a deal with Twitch yeah. to like uh, set some stuff up and they're like, all right, but you're going to have to, you know, keep this content from like getting on there. I think it was project M or whatever. Basically don't, don't do this if you want to play with us. Um, and then nothing ever came of the deal. Anyways, there was no partnership in the end. Twitch couldn't set up like tournaments or anything like that. Um, and that's pretty much been the recurring story with Nintendo where they'll like string people along and give them ultimatums um, for like future deals and things like that um, to prevent them from using current emulation in order. But then, but then it never develops, never, never turns into anything. They never follow through on the deals. It's like, it's super scummy behavior to be honest. Um, Like we 
circle jerk about how great Nintendo games are because in a lot of ways they're really great. Smash Ultimate, pretty freaking great. We're still playing it. Um like Breath of the Wild, great. Nintendo has a quality to their games that's hard to reach for a lot of other publishers. But holy crap, do they abuse the crap out of the the Smash community on the regular um where any other IP would be head over heels trying to take advantage of the the goodwill that exists there right yeah. like cuz it's not um, like a, a given game community is doing it for the sake of making money it's mm-hmm. just because they like that game or that franchise yeah. or whatever um so they're just looking for ways to kind of expand the community so with like mm-hmm. any type of fighting game having a tournament is like let's get everyone excited to see who's the best at this and even though i don't really follow fighting games at all it's exciting for me to watch oh yeah mm-hmm. like what's the xbox we talked about one? mortal Kombat and all that mortal Kombat's nuts um mm-hmm. i'm really blanking on the xbox one soul caliber a bunch of stuff um what's the what do you mean the xbox one there's one that was specifically for microsoft that was like a they redid a couple of years back of an older game street fighter i don't know there's a bunch of fighting games out there <laughs> i apologize i'm oh. blanking somebody write me in and call me an asshole for forgetting <laughs> that's but fine. even though i knew like nothing about that game just like mm-hmm. watching people pull off these combos and these texts i'm like i don't know what's going on but i can tell that it's impressive yeah it's a high high tier yeah but i mean yeah they've tried to have like so many tournaments or anything working with nintendo but because it's nintendo's property they have final say uh, mm-hmm. but like people have gone above and beyond to try and like make deals with nintendo where it's like hey um yeah. we won't even make money from this we just want to mm-hmm. do it um you don't have to do anything we'll set up literally everything yes yeah uh, we will even give you floor space promoting another g- like all these things uh-huh. and then nintendo's still like nah yeah. But also given the hope right. of like, like you were saying with Twitch, um, mm. the reason that got shut down, that they didn't want to have anything there is, oh, well, with the release of Ultimate coming out so soon, um, let's hold mm-hmm. off and like see how that goes and then maybe revisit yeah. it for Ultimate. Guess what you don't fucking see on Twitch, my dudes? Yes. Yeah. Ultimate tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, <clears throat> it's fairly ridiculous. Um I would to, to I love analogies. Um, Smash has a great grassroots movement, and Nintendo has an endless supply of uh, weed killer, and they just go over the lawn and they just spray it and spray it and spray it periodically, <laughs> just round it all up, yeah, throw them all out. Um, it's it's really ridiculous that Smash. I think Smash has, as far as popularity, it's the most popular fighting game right now. It's not the best one as far as actual online fighting (laughs) games go at all. Um, But it's really popular. It's easy to get into. And, you know, Mortal Kombat creators, Capcom, any any of those companies would be head over heels to to have what Nintendo has. But instead, Nintendo has it, and they're peeing all over it with a roundup. Yeah. I will say... Sucks to suck. (laughs) On the other side of, like... 
I wouldn't necessarily say directly community driven, but have you mm. followed anything for Arkosh Gaming? I have not. Ah, I don't know what that is. So in the Dota 2 space, mm-hmm. if you remember Sir Action Slacks, the sociopath mm-hmm, of the Dota 2 community, the meme god yeah. himself, he is actually the captain of a new NA team called Arkosh Gaming. Terrible idea. <laughs> it's it's interesting. Uh, they've been doing like some scrims on like Tuesdays, um, mm-hmm. but like their whole thing is like they're very metal vibed. Like all of their mm-hmm. uh, players are kind of like have personas. One's a plague doctor. Okay. One's like a werewolf. One's like a gremlin, and so on and oh so forth. Um, so like they recently had a scrim on Tuesday where they played the old EG team. So like PPD mm-hmm. Cinderin. Uh, and some other people. I think Sheepstick was in there too. And like Sir Action Slacks wasn't casting, but he was kind of uh, controlling what people were seeing and then putting in like mm. clips when like team fights broke out or like that player got like a cool play. Yeah. So mm. from what I've seen briefly from that and on the subreddit, people are excited because usually NA Dota is not the big thing. It's more so been mm. like a European scene um, right. or SEA. So it's cool to see people excited about it because I still follow Dota 2. Mm-hmm. I like watching the big tournaments because it's a game I know how it's played. So I like right. to appreciate even more when people are doing things really well in it. So I'm excited yeah. to watch more of that and see where it goes. No, that's really cool. It's also a good example of like valve's approach which is just like let the community run everything and we won't have to put any work in right but that works if you've got a really enthusiastic community like uh like dota um yeah i still feel that valve should reciprocate a little bit but it is nice that they're not ban hammering people for (laughs) playing in the space or contributing to it speaking of ban hammering people for playing in the space and contributing to it that leads me to one of my topics which was a valve employee was playing in a game with another player and the player said something like we should all go mid like push mid take a tower or something and the valve employee disagreed with this um and after the match was over went back and uh used uh, some of their developer tools to put the other player into low priority <laughs> for this suggestion. And this is not something you can usually be put in low priority for, for suggesting a, a tactic, you know, or a strategy in the, <laughs> the game of Dota 2. Um, so showed up on Reddit. The guy was like, like many threads. He's like, hey, I got put into low priority and it's not my fault. But in this case, it actually wasn't his fault. And uh, the employee actually ended up responding to the thread like, hey, <laughs> sorry, we went back and reviewed this. It, it, we don't, haven't had a formal policy on this, but we've had an informal policy not to screw with other players when we're playing the game. Um, and they basically had the resolution that it's impossible to be objective while you're in a game of Dota. That's true. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't make calls like that, um, you know, while you're in the game. So. They're going to uh, formalize the policy to keep that from happening in the future. Well, I mean, I'm glad it's happened to have something formal. Yeah. So you don't have like Dota 2 employees being like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Not to turn it around on League, but there's a lot of examples of that happening in League where <laughs> they're employee- right employees <laughs> like screw people over they're playing with. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, there's a history of that happening in Han as well. 
Mm-hmm. It seems like maybe for emotionally investing games, it's just better to uh, take a step back rather than being the arbiter while you're also in the match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So anyways, takeaway is Valve does better when they're hands off, I guess. <laughs> yeah, if you have a community who's going to do things to support your games, uh, let it flourish. Mm. Encourage it. Like, if we had a fan base, <coughs> um, <laughs> and they're doing like fan art or something like that, I'd be like, please stop shipping us. But at the same time, I'd be happy that they were like trying to promote us, you know? Right. Because it's somebody who cares about something who wants to share that joy with other people. So even if it takes mm-hmm. some slightly weirdly sexual forms, mm-hmm. encourage it, you know? Right. That's what, <laughs> that's what we're here for, is what Dave's trying to say. It's been years coming up public, <laughs> what, three years of podcast time, and there's not nearly enough loots. So we're just going to stop. If they, if they don't start coming in. Get on that community. <laughs> or email me directly at... <laughs> Dave... At Dave.com. Yes. <laughs> At Dave. Oh, man. Uh, what else is going on here? It's cool. Uh, pivot from the, the Valve thing yeah. to a Valve thing. Black Mesa uh, is hitting their 1.0, um, which is, uh, for people not familiar with this, this is a remake of Half-Life 1 by uh, fans with much, much better graphics, and they completely redid, redid the final section of Half-Life, which was Zen. Um, which pretty much everybody panned at release. Gabe Newell, I think when asked what his biggest regret was, he just said Zen. It wasn't even in relation. Like the, the question wasn't in relation to Half-Life. <laughs> he, just, he just said Zen. Um, I haven't but I haven't played it, but I'm guessing it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was the, uh, the 11th hour of development for Half-Life 1, and it's the alien, um, the alien level at the end of it. Um, and it turned into this kind of like jump pad, not platformer, but vertical nonsense level. And I like, I didn't hate it when I played the original half-life, but it was definitely not to the, to the, the heights it should have been for an interesting alien level. So they re-envisioned it for, uh, Black Mesa, um, after 16 years in development, Black Mesa, uh, it is complete, um, there's apparently a couple of things they wanted to patch as far as like bugs are concerned, but content wise it's done and the game is complete. So Valve uh, gave them the, the go ahead. They use all of their, all of their IP for the remake. Um, and I don't know the deal behind the scenes, but I assume they're just taking a standard steam cut for it because more money. Right. Yeah. So that's an example of how you should do it. If you have really rabid, enthusiastic fan base, let them make your content for you. Um, so if you have never played Half-Life 1, this is now the recommend, I guess, is uh, going into uh, Black Mesa. Do you know what Black Mesa runs at currently? Uh, what it costs? Yeah. I will in about 15 seconds of bot time. Okay, so um, other things are going on <laughs> recently. Uh, I know you've been uh, playing... 10 bucks. 10? Yep, 10 bucks. Okay. It's fifty percent off right now, though, ending December first. So it will be twenty bucks. Uh, no, uh, that's another two days. So if you listen to this the day it comes out or the day after, you can still pick it up for ten bucks. 
check the date of the podcast when listening. Oh. And it has overwhelmingly positive reviews. So sounds promising. Yeah, it's good stuff. Speaking of promising, I see you've been playing some Hades recently. Oh, yeah. And by Hades, <laughs> uh, I mean like a lot of Hades. A lot of Hades. I think about like 76 hours or something on Steam. One thing for people who played it on Epic Game Store. Um, I don't know if this works for everybody, but I assume it would because it worked for me. Maybe it's just because I linked my accounts or something. But when I repurchased it on Steam, um, when it was on sale, uh, all my save data got moved over. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty huge. Was nice. Um, so I got a little bit of a head start, but I didn't play it a whole lot back when we did our original review. Um, and I have since played it like 76 hours on Steam and actually made it through the epilogue and I'm done. Completed story-wise. Um, it's a good game. I don't like roguelikes that much. No. And it's a really good Jake game. Jake really doesn't. Occasionally I'll suggest some things to him and he's like, um, um, <laughs> um, um my space. Um, Which I get. Like, if, you're, if you're not keen on a genre, you're like, well, I'm not really going to check this out. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of people kind of waited for the 1.0 release. I was, I think, the only person who was like, I'm going to do it early and play every single patch. Yeah. Um, Ian did also. He, he played it a ton, to his oh, yeah. credit. Yeah. But they, they've added a lot. Uh, and it's it's so crisp and clean. Mm-hmm. It's it's the hollow night of uh, roguelikes for me. Like that's the that's the highest praise I can give it. Like I don't care about platformers that much. I love Hollow Knight. I don't care about roguelikes that much. I love Hades. And a lot of it is that freaking actually meaningful meta progression that makes you feel like you're going through the game. Well, it's, it doesn't make you feel like it. You're going through the game. Yeah, and stories happening and things are being unlocked and you always think that you're gonna run out of dialogue you're like i've i've had like 200 runs already what's the character gonna say to me hi oh nope they're talking about stuff okay <laughs> yep <laughs> it's 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 wild really the amount great. of content in there i'm still passively doing some runs and unlocking some things because mm-hmm. uh, everybody else once started playing flew past me because i was kind of passively playing the whole time but yeah. when people got it they just like cracked down and binged it i think justin sent me other justin sent me a screenshot again mm-hmm. dm me for his direct address and social security number <laughs> right. he sent me a screenshot of he unlocked everything and got an achievement mm-hmm. for it i'm like jesus dude <laughs> but he literally put his nose to the grindstone um and just banged it out but yeah. i'm glad so many I... people are enjoying more super giant titles yeah it's good times Hades, I mean, like, you could make a strong argument that every game they release is their best in some way. And I think that remains true for Hades. It's just really freaking good. And if other games used early access, like Hades used early access, it wouldn't, like, the early access model wouldn't be trash. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, to their credit, this has been ranted about before. Um, Part of the reason they did early access was like for those installments but like also they listened to the feedback of people who were playing the game yeah whereas we always talk about so many AAA developers who just kind of be like i know what's best or whoever makes a decision at a higher higher level and then people are like this isn't what we wanted the reason we like these games are is for this reason 
and you like yeah. went in a mm-hmm. completely different direction. And now it's too late. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. they were like, oh, we need to rescale this. People are really responding to this well. Oh, let's change these designs. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's so a bit so that much. too. Just have a button in the game, like while it's in early access, that's key bound for everybody. And they can just hit a button and report an issue or suggest a change. And that's worked pretty good, pretty well for those those two games. <laughs> yeah. Also, you can feel like you're actually a part of it. How cool yeah. is it to suggest something to a people making a game that you're playing, and then you get to mm-hmm. see that change actually occur? Yeah. And you're like, hey, hey, Tim, hey, everybody, this is this is my suggestion. That thirty thousand other <laughs> people also to... made. Uh, <laughs> I was suggesting that they should all continue to make areas past Asphodel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just <laughs> community wise that's fucking awesome yeah i regret not sending them anything i just appreciate it while i was playing i'm like this is cool <laughs> feedback smiley face <laughs> so. I, I didn't email death threats so it was a good game that's good that's pretty good that's how you that's a good know place to be it is a good place to be now what do you think they're gonna do for their next title Oh my gosh, I have no idea. First person shooter at this point? Yep. <laughs> yep, let's go with it. <laughs> I don't know what else it could be. I mean, it's got to be an isometric something, right? Right. It's got to be... Actually, that's true. It has to be isometric. Okay. Um, tactics game? Only, it could be tactics. I could see tactics. Uh, the qualifiers I'd put on it is they only really pick genres that um, are sort of niche. Not at tactic. least in the isometric perspective, I think tactics is fairly niche now. Well, my the reason for X space game <laughs> is solely because, yeah. um, for every game that they've built upon, they've had like an action based component. So I feel like it'd be a hard left turn for them to be like, um, you're taking turns now, go right. Like after they've shown what they can do with Hades for like fast pace, mm-hmm. it'd be, I don't know. I still think it'll we'll have an action game. component versus turn-based. Yeah. I mean, you could argue they did that for Transistor. Then they, they literally had a move called space turn. Bar. <laughs> right. Nobody presses space bar. What are you talking about? Who would want to attack five times in one second? That's ridiculous. Not me, because I'm too busy playing Pyre. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, but yeah, looking forward to Supergiant's ne- next stuff. It's ridiculous. Um, Warner Bros, when they picked them up to publish their stuff, made a good call. Made a good call. Super agree. Um, what else we got here? Uh, there's plenty of stuff. Do we care about any of it? Uh, Bob Ross stuff. Talk about that. I really like Bob Ross. Talked about him a little bit in the past, I think. Probably a long time ago. Um, but apparently he, some of his art is being used for Magic the Gathering basic lands as part of the Happy Little Gathering set, which is hilarious. Um, and you can... I, I'm, not a, I'm not a big Magic the Gathering player. We talked about it a little bit earlier this episode. Um, but uh, my understanding is basic lands are, are, are pretty much some of the strongest cards in the game. Um, so we should see a lot of a lot of influence here, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at some of the cards now. Mm-hmm. I mean, for anybody who plays Magic, um, obviously a big part of the draw of Magic is like the color identity. 
which kind of ties to the play styles. Because mm-hmm. each color has something that they're good at, something that they're weak at. Uh, yeah. But with that, there's also like the card art and then the lore of the space. Um, but like everybody, myself included, were suckers for the full art lands with Zendikar. Yeah. Where instead of like a partial picture and like it's saying what it is and like the mana symbol, it was the whole fucking card was the art. Uh, you can mm-hmm. see some really cool things. And like when you've been playing Magic for a couple of years, you're not looking for just stuff. You're looking to like personalize your deck. So you mm-hmm. swap out whatever basic lands you have for like full art basic lands. Yeah. So having something like a Bob Ross version, which I'm sure is going to be limited to some degree, it's yeah. just really cool. Oh. Because he's obviously Definitely. fucking amazing at art. Um, yeah. As are everybody else who like does art for these. For these, like they're all mm-hmm. professional artists and they have really cool designs. Yeah, I think it's um, his um, his company is like still run by his family after his death. I think that uh, some of these deals, people might say, you know, it's like, oh, we're cashing in on all this stuff. Screw that noise. Get them on magic cards. It's freaking great. Spread that legacy as wide as it goes. Bob, Bob Ross is great. Um, hmm. What else were you talking about on this list? I'm looking at this here and to see if there's anything. Oh, actually, I did want to mention this one. Uh, Star Citizen, which is a game that will never come out, uh, added a new development studio uh, called Turbulent, um, which I thought was hilariously named. Um, they're like a Canadian studio. And um, I've been looking at... Uh, expanding my hardware a little bit for like space sims and stuff on that like grab a joystick grab a thruster do all that stuff um none of it's in stock uh so hopefully it comes back in stock before star citizen comes out again never coming out um this is the game that's in perpetual i don't want to say early access but in perpetual Mm -hmm. kickstart yes it's uh they they're the ones where you can buy uh in-game ships for $10,000 on their website. And Mandalore made a video saying he's thinking it's going to take uh, several years to come out in 2016. <laughs> like, it's it's pretty ridiculous. I'm sure it he was literally generous with that timeline as well when he thought of it at the time. Yes. Um, so the, the other time they did something like this was for their first-person shooter component, which was like Squadron 42 or something like that. Um, and the whole thing ended up being scrapped. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's hilarious that if you go back to that YouTube video, it's like, and the current year is X, you know, <laughs> or whatever. It's been this many years since the video <laughs> came out, and there's still no progress here. Um, it's I think it might be like the most kickstarted uh, thing ever. It was ridiculous. They made like $20 million or some nonsense. Um, so do you think this new development studio is going to be enough to kind of push it in a tangible direction? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because I, I think the the main issue is that they just don't have the desire to close things. And you need, if you're developing something, you need someone to say, and this is what the product will look like. And I'm capping this and putting this in like saran wrap and changes will not be made to this requirement. Yeah. Or it never finishes. And the problem is the people at the top of Star Citizen 
are doing the opposite of that, where they're like, oh, let's do some minor improvements and things here. Um, and so their main features never get finished. Damn shame. Yeah, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Would you almost rather them do what... Uh... Why am I blanking on game names today? What is the space the game? game? Uh-huh. that was released initially and it was missing all the multiplayer components. Uh, no Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Would you rather them pull a No Man's Sky? Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. Because like, they have the money to continue to develop this and even if things were released as expansion packs, like Elite Dangerous is a space game where they released an expansion pack with some content and then really recently they just incorporated that into the base game. They're like, hey, if you bought it already, sweet. Here's a skin, a ship skin. Otherwise, everybody who picks up the game is going to get this expansion pack because we don't want to split our community. Um, you could do that. And you could do the No Man's Sky thing where you release content after launch. But the problem is getting that minimum viable product out the door so people can actually play your game is pretty important to getting people to actually play your game. And nobody expects development for go to go on for two decades right <laughs> like it's not there yet but it could be <laughs> um so i don't know at the end of the at the end of the day if your game never goes live people aren't going to be able to play it so maybe it doesn't have to be perfect in every single way with everything you can dream about in it yeah iterative is always a little bit better Mm-hmm. which is why I've been releasing my music on SoundCloud and it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we used to release the, uh, uh, was it SoundCloud? Yeah. Yeah. We used to release the podcast on SoundCloud. I th- or am I thinking of a different website? I, there's probably like the first couple of episodes before mm-hmm. we rebranded. Yeah. Cause we used to be SaltCast. Yeah. It was SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Way back then, three years ago. If you want to hear terrible audio quality, please check us out. <laughs> I hope I deleted it. I don't know. But the episodes, at least. The, the Anything that wasn't trash got re-uploaded, so they're just here on whatever listening platform you're listening to right now. <laughs> but uh, again, don't go back and listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of not listening to the podcast, um, if you would like to send in ideas for us to create episodes that you could then not listen to, you could do so at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com or you could reach out on Facebook and be like, why is this podcast so bad? Um, in a public space at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. Um, do you have any uh, end of episode advice for our listeners as they recover from holiday food? Hmm. Please mix all of your leftovers into one bowl or put it in a sandwich. And cover it with gravy and or cranberry sauce before it's all gone. You're not going to have this opportunity for another year. Um, Be sure to pick out a little bit before you throw in your New Year's resolutions. And also, with our new schedule of how we're doing episodes, next week we're talking about an actual singular game. So get ready for that. And guess what it is in the comments. Yeah. Oh, oof. Trying to actually get people engaged. That's good. Nobody gets this far, Jake. Nobody gets it's just far. us. <laughs> As always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night.